You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Hello, everyone. Grand Rising. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a wonderful Wednesday today. So excited to have my guest in the building. Miss Evelyn Allen is here joining me in the studio today. We're going to be talking about Fame Equity Alliance of Washington and the grand opening of the Elizabeth Thomas Homes out there in the Rainier Beach area. So I'm so excited that she is here to join me so we can discuss all of that great work that got put into making this a reality for so many families. But of course, y'all know it is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. Yes, you get to participate with us. Go ahead, tag and share this stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch our TV show, we have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever platform is your favorite. Go ahead and search for us and y'all will find us there. Well, before I get into this discussion with Miss Evelyn today, I want to share with you an opportunity. Uh, what you're going to hear from Miss Evelyn is someone who has dedicated so many years to community organizing and work of her own volition, but also it's important that we all not just be inspired by it, but we find our way through it. Earlier today, I was really excited because I got to have a conversation with a phenomenal group of folks who are focusing on bringing up the next generation. And one of the things that came to me was that this is why community media is so important. How else will these kinds of kind of nuanced programs and initiatives get a platform to share with what they do if we didn't have converged media and community platforms that exist across the nation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I really get excited because ultimately I get to sit in this chair and learn from so many dope people who are doing phenomenal work. And y'all hear me say it all the time. I've said it many a times, but even when I'm outside of this studio environment, I get the opportunity in my daytime job and with all of my community organizing to continue to stay engaged with certain entities and institutions and organizations that are doing this kind of work in a multitude of ways. Now, it doesn't always work for some of them to come on my show. Maybe it's scheduling or maybe it's something else, but I try to actually open up this opportunity for everyone to join. But I, I just got to say and share with y'all that outside of this environment, I am so honored and so blessed to be inspired by so many people who are doing something to craft new solutions and build sustainable options for future generations to not only actualize and realize equity in their own lives, but also to do other projects. Like maybe it's about green jobs and saving the planet. Maybe it's about climate change and being the ones that are going to be the advocates to share with their community members why we should all care about our climate. You know, 
it's something for me that just was resonating with me this morning before I wanted to open up this discussion with Miss Evelyn, because y'all always hear me say, see yourself as a part of the solution. And I never want that to fall on deaf ears, y'all. No matter how many times I say it at the end of every episode, I really am saying it because when we all do that, what we all benefit from it. But also we have to be mindful of the dire straits we're in right now when it comes to our planet, saving it, when it comes to looking at all of the wars and the distress that war has caused on our civilizations over the course of time. We're experiencing something in terms of the zeitgeist we're in right now, the signs of the times that lets us all know that we can't just really kind of sit back and be comfortable. You know, hey, uh, you know, I, I just go to work and I come home and be Maybe my way of being a part of the solution is raising up my children to be informed and engaged as civil servants. Maybe your way is being, uh, you know, someone who volunteers at a school because you see a need that's not being filled by faculty and staff because they're over capacity. You know, maybe it's that you recognize there's a food bank in your local community that could utilize some additional support, or you have a bunch of canned goods you want to drop off so that they can benefit another family. I'm giving you a bunch of different options, but as you can see, there's a multitude of ways to do the work of seeing yourself as a part of the solution. And I just wanted to spend some time this morning as I had multiple calls this morning already with amazing folks. And I said, this is the kind of stuff that I love to elevate. And this is why I'm so honored to be able to uplift our hometown heroes who are doing this work every day without any recognition. You know, if you know of somebody that is doing phenomenal work that never really gets told how wonderful they are, please tell them that today. Please send them a text message, send them an email, give them a call, leave a voicemail, do something that allows for people who are always giving of their energy to make things better. Please let them know how cherished they are because we need these change makers in our world to make our place a better place to live. And again, if you're not doing it already, find your way to do that. And after the break, I want y'all to dive into this story that Miss Evelyn's going to share with us about all the work that it took to make the Elizabeth Thomas homes a reality 120 units of housing that is going to be right there in the Rainier Beach area. So we're going to give you an anchor story today to be inspired by right after this short break. Y'all stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. I think my pieces of advice would be come in with humility, enjoy your passion, um, and be ready to work. Those are my three things. I think if you don't have, if you think your product is perfect and you may not need to adjust, you're going to, your product's going to die quickly because the world adjusts, people adjust. You need to always be thinking about your customer and what they want. So you may have an idea of what you like, but you got to move that to what the customer likes also. And two, um, just enjoy your job. I love what I do. It is hard. I love what I do. Uh, it's hard and there's you're fighting mother nature and you're fighting inflation and all these other things. Um, but I think it's made me a better human being. And thirdly, like be ready to work. Don't be lazy. Like just, do the research, get a mentor. Like, you know, that also goes with being humble. Like find somebody who's done it and then work with them to help you be the best version of yourself. 
Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, and the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. I learned about the ONU program through many different community organizations. The program, um, they're very good at making sure that you meet the right people. My favorite part would have to be the community building um, and also the volunteer opportunities as well. I've been working on my physical health a lot more. I've been intentional about that and they're very big on that. I'm still learning how transformational it is um, because there's just so much opportunity. It's a great program and they will support you. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Miss Evelyn Allen of Fame Equity Alliance of Washington. Hi. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? Uh, at this particular moment, I'm very um, excited and um Hoping everything goes well on Thursday. <laughs> Absolutely and understandable. Uh, Y'all are doing a groundbreaking and or opening, grand opening for the Elizabeth Thomas Homes. And I'm excited about this project because I have, uh, I guess, it been in the tertiary view of this happening for, it takes a long time for development. Tell us more before we get into the grand opening. Tell us more about FAME um, Equity Alliance of Washington. Uh, Fame, there's really a journey for it becoming Fame Equity Alliance of Washington. Uh, it was birthed out of um, a Black American initiative that came out of the Communities of Concern initiative out of Catholic Community Services and actually out of the Village Spirit Center for Community Change and Healing, which was an initiative that was really created by the community. It was created to uh, be an initiative that was an anti-poverty program built for Black families in the Black community to, commute, to move families out of homelessness and into prosperity. It's an initiative that had three prongs. It was to be housing development, be transformative services, and a community economic development arm. And so out of that initiative that was developed by those 25 brilliant black leaders came the Village Spirit Center. But a part of that initiative was that we wanted to create community wealth as well. So the Village Spirit Center would be an, um, an incubated organization within Catholic Community Services that would roll out of CCS and become an organization that would be uh, given to one of our black organizations within the community. And so that is how it became Fame Equity Alliance of Washington. We found that Fame Church, a 140 year old uh, church within the black community had been doing affordable housing for many years and actually had three projects that had come out of 15 uh, year 
and into ownership by the church. And so they had been managing affordable housing for all that period of time. And so they know how to do it and they know how to do it successfully. So we wanted to take our housing projects, which we have three of three, three projects, and then had the new project, Elizabeth Thomas Homes, and attach it to an institution that would be sustainable and had, you know, the benefit of hope and, you know, having it be successful because we wanted it to be successful. So um, that's how Fame Equity Alliance of Washington uh, came to be. We are now a subcorporation of Fame Church. Wow. Well, I want to say that, you know, this right here is the history and legacy as it continues on. There's such an anchor of First AME, you know, everyone like around the world kind of knows that that is such a staple uh, um, in terms of black churches in the community. But the idea that they had been doing affordable housing for this long, I don't think was known to many people. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, continuing in this vein, you know, we talk about the need for us to do more human centric design. Absolutely. And it didn't, I, I've said it before, it just didn't exist when I was studying urban studies. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing that there are projects that are being wielded by our community members, the voices and needs of them being centered in these projects. Tell us about how y'all connected with community throughout the design process and the development process. Absolutely. So the importance to me and our organization is that the design of the building, the design of the uh, units, the design of everything that goes into the building is done with cultural uh, respect in mind of our people, our families, how our families move and uh, live together, how they um, interact together, how our cultural norms are um, played out in everyday life. So we make sure that the amenities and the um, design, right down to the colors, right down to the artwork, we make sure that there's always um, a community room available there. We always make sure that there's playgrounds and landscaping and plants and also um, in the our first new construction, we made sure that the community room had a surround sound system in it so that our youth could play their music when they came in and they could have their parties and they could dance and, and have a place where our teenagers could um, express themselves in the way that they saw fit. But we also wanted to make sure that we had a space where we could bring our families together and break bread together, but also that we could have a space where we could have um, a space to teach, a space to have them learn, our families learn, and a space to have our our families grow. Because our whole intentionality was to have our families move along a continuum from space, the place where they were, to a more productive and a more financially stable uh, pathway. 
This is really such an amazing model, Miss yes. Evelyn. And, you know, I, I just want to give you public kudos. As I was talking earlier, we got to give our flowers now. And you have dedicated so much of your life to these works. And we just thank you from thank a community you. perspective. I've been able to be uh, a partner with you, yes, a thought you partner, working with you in community organizing. And you have really given so much dedication to ensure that we have these kinds of models to glean from as we do future projects. And it's something for me that's just inspiring, particularly when you have the model of like, what does that five-year trajectory look like? Mm -hmm. And getting residents to even see themselves in five years, establishing goals, uh, finalizing Absolutely. goals, you know, actualizing mobility, upward economic Absolutely. mobility for their families. That's such a major key element of how you've been really infusing that model Absolutely. into our living spaces, yes. which is so important. But also too, I mean, you make mention of some areas that are oftentimes really not at the center when we have folks who are doing affordable development. Mm -hmm. And we have in the community tried to make sure that developers understand the need for us to have social gathering spaces in our buildings. Absolutely. Tell us more about that because that normally is not there. They're like, look, we can do the units. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're trying to do extra, we can do uh, businesses at the bottom, that kind of blended model. But it doesn't always offer the opportunity for us to have this kind of social gathering space. And you're absolutely correct because the nonprofit um, industry uh, is usually focused on just that, building the units. They're interested only in unit count. They're not you, I'm interested in the families that are going in there or the individuals that are going in there that's not their focus. And so that's the difference in our organization and the housing that we do at Fame Equity Alliance Washington. Our focus is on the families that are going in our units. And it was really interesting uh, in um, building Elizabeth Thomas Homes when I be, I'm always a part of the development team and I meet with the general contractors and I meet with all of the subs when we're meeting and I meet with the uh, architects. And when we, when we began our meetings, I remind them that you're not just building units, you're building homes. And it's really amazing how it's really something different for them. And, and they uh, have me make that speech at the beginning of each new sub that's coming in to remind them that they're, you're not just building units, you're building homes. And I want you to always remember that because everything you put into these units need to go to make someone's home. And that's different for them. It's a different message. I really appreciate that yeah. because, you know, you're setting a standard, I think, too, as they go about other yeah. projects. Yeah. That's really key, especially for those general contractors who are bringing on so many subcontractors to understand that, you know, the yeah. level of intentionality that's Absolutely. put into the design and the development process is so integral to the final outcome. Absolutely. And so I, I love that. I think it's so on par with what we need more of. And, you know, it's interesting because 
um, community development comes up in the topic of Afrofuturism. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, we're doing it right now. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth Thomas Holmes is definitely an example of that. Now, Elizabeth Thomas herself, I want you to just give us a little bit of history on her because some folks out there may not know who she is. But every time I say the name Elizabeth Thomas Holmes, everyone who knew of her and understood her legacy, they are just like, what? Oh my gosh. Yes. That is so amazing to be able to uplift her in that way. Tell us more about Miss Elizabeth Thomas. She was about four foot nothing and about <laughs> a little dy dynamo woman who I had the honor of um, working with. She was a um, nursing um, LPN at the Odessa Brown Clinic ran it for 26 years. She, she took care of the families and the mothers and the babies there within the black community at Odessa Brown for many, many years, advocating for families, taking care of our health care needs in that community. But she was more than that. She was the first um, nurse to go uh, get her LPN at the University of Washington. And she was also a major advocate within the black community and the broader Seattle community as a whole. Um, and I met her when I came to work for Catholic Community Services in the late 90, 90s when the Black Family Center was in jeopardy of being lost to the community um, at Catholic Community Services. And I served with her on a task force to bring it back uh, with Michael Reichert for two years and then on to have um, her serve as, on my um, advisory committee at the Randolph Carter Center for many, many years and worked with her then continuously. She served on Catholic Community Services um, board there for years as well. She was always, um, she was also the president of the Mary Mahoney Nursing, I mean, yeah, Nursing Foundation. So she was giving out um, scholarships to young black women who wanted to be nursing nurses and, mount, and, and mentoring them and, and guiding them and always being someone who cared uh, for others and always involved in making sure that um, Black families and Black youth and Black young women was uplifted. And I just really um, am so proud to be able to be in a position where I can put her name on a building so that she would be remembered in perpetuity because our, a lot of our heroes and sheroes are not given that honor. So I just feel so blessed to be able to do that. And so uh, even though I wish it could have been in a different space, but it's also in a space where um, she also spread the love. So it's okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, what an amazing legacy to be able to uplift in this way. Uh, you know, one thing that I think is really special is that when we're involved and the community voices involved, we see colorful representation yes. of that involvement. Right. And I know that this building has an amazing mural. And so there's a whole artist call. Y'all yes. had to do a whole different layer of community engagement for that. Tell us about that process. I am, that's, that is a part of our culture that um, 
I enjoy so much because I love our art. I love our colors. And, and what's really interesting is <laughs> a lot of um, the housing industry and developers and uh, people that I work with, I always have to fight to get the colors in. You know, it's like the, our development team, one of our members on this, well, aren't those colors kind of strident? You know, it's like, we don't call it strident. You know, these are bright, beautiful, and in inspiring colors for us. So, you know, it's like, this is the colors they will be, you know. So, uh, but we did a call out. We have curators. We bring these beautiful, young, bright minds to play and, and watch them design um, thoughtful, gorgeous murals and and expressions of art. We wanted to also do a call out to the community around so that we could uh, get some of the actual faces of community members so that when the murals go up on the on the um, outside of the building, they will actually be the faces of some of the community members. So they will see themselves on the buildings as well. And of course, there will be murals of Miss um, Thomas in different ways that she's expressed and in, in, in presented herself within our community. And it, it will be a building. Um, and our, our curator wanted to, his, his theme is, is to have when they, when the families come in from work or play in the evening, when they walk into their building, that the um, colors and the design will make them feel happy. Wow. And welcome. So that was the thought. This is so fantastic. I can't yes. wait to be there Thursday. Of course, if uh, folks out there want to stay connected with Fame Equity Alliance of Washington, if they want to be there uh, on Thursday for the grand opening, you can look right there. Let them know how to stay connected. Well, you can. Uh, we are located on um, 23rd Avenue, 140 23rd Avenue, uh, south, uh, we're in Suite 120, Fame Equity Alliance of Washington. That's where our office is located. In our first uh, new construction, that's Monica's Village Place One. Uh, Elizabeth Thomas Homes is on South Henderson Street. Uh, and we will be doing our ribbon cutting grand opening on Thursday, September 21st, 2 o'clock. Two to six, if you want to stay, we'll do some tours. We'll have some good food. We'll have some good music with Michael Powers. We'll have um, tours for you to go and check out some of the units as well. And uh, we'll have good fellowship and have a good time. Well, there it is right there. And I am uh, i don't know about the leasing part because we didn't even talk about that, but I'm sure there's people out there that are like, wait, how do I get in? Uh, what do they do? We are still taking applications and, and lease up is happening also at the same time. So the office is located at the site as well. And it is open doing regular work hours, eight to five. So if you're interested in being a part of um, the building, just go there and um, the business office is open and fill out an application. Absolutely. Miss Evelyn, this was such a pleasure and an honor to have you here today. Uh, I've been doing so much work with you over the years. This is, I'm just like awestruck that you finally made it to the studio. Finally. Thank you so much for all of your work and especially to, to be 
persistent to make sure that this project comes out for all of us to enjoy. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, we y'all. I got the goosies. I'm excited to see this amazing space. Of course, I'll wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776, August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at fifthavenue.org. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. Hey guys, Basil Gordon here. Right now I am with my exclusive fam and in case you missed it, August is National Black Business Month. So of course, Converge Media is going to uplift different black businesses across the Pacific Northwest and we want for you to nominate your favorite by going to whereweconverge.com forward slash black business month. Again, that is whereweconverge.com forward slash black business month. And honestly, you never know. Drop my pull up. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to give a huge shout out to my guest today, Miss Evelyn Allen, for being here on the show with me and really showcasing some of the work that it took to make Elizabeth Thomas Holmes a reality. Now, what we didn't share, y'all, is that this was a 12-year process. So when you talk about the dedication of someone like Miss Evelyn Allen, who has been one of the major champions for this project to happen, it just gives you a glimpse into the layers of work that got put in to making this a reality for us all to experience. So even if you're not looking for a home or you don't live in the Rainier Beach area, but you care about the level of dedication and energy and output that it took from folks like Miss Evelyn for her to be building a team of people to be champions alongside her to make this happen. Come out to this grand opening on Thursday, 2 p.m. You can even Google Elizabeth Thomas Holmes if you're in the Pacific Northwest area. It'll pull up, um, but it's in the Rainier Beach area. And I'll say this for me, this is a great representation of why I wanted to open my show and talk about being inspired. You know, when I think about some of the folks who inspire me, Miss Evelyn is on that list, y'all. And it's because I understand the layers of work and the level of hours that it takes to make something like this happen and to care so much about your community that you have to be sometimes the first voice that industry is hearing from with regard to human-centric design and how to do it right. This is still something that as we have one project after another, after another, that reflect this layer of dedication and passion for our community, it only means that we're now training contractors and architects to actually understand the importance of a lot of the elements that we bring when we talk about community development. And it's something that oftentimes is not seen by the public. It's only known by those who are in those meetings, late night hours, late night phone calls, making sure that people understand we're not going to divert from our original plan. What do we have to do to make it happen? The ones who are finding the funding, the millions of dollars, 
that it takes to bring about development, y'all. And community development and affordable housing development is done in such a particular way. And you know, it's built into a system that moves very slowly. So this is why I wanted to give some space early on to say how important it is that we uplift our hometown heroes and sheroes and make sure they feel the understanding from us and the passion from us that we know them, we see them, we adore them, we appreciate them, we are grateful for them, and we are proud of them for being those champions for change behind the scenes when nobody's looking, like Miss Evelyn Allen has. So, of course, I want you to be inspired as much as I was today by her story and what she shared, but also just be encouraged, y'all. There's some way for you to be doing something that then inspires others. And Miss Evelyn told me today, no matter what you do, it all counts. We are all a part of something that can make our world better by just contributing. And each contribution is meaningful and purposeful and impactful. Thank y'all so much for watching today. You know, for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.